So this is Van Lucker Ghost, and we're talking about a couple of things today. This performance that we did on the weekend on Saturday, the 11th of January, 2020. So we call that Without You for Three Years, the Go Livecast performance. We just got a Roland Go Livecast device, which allows you to do a couple of things. It allows you to be able to do two cameras, which we haven't tried yet. We've only been using one by being able to use another camera remotely as a satellite camera, which we're gonna work on. We have to get another tripod. <clears throat> and then um, you can have like a second camera angle on your live performance. You can also embed text. You can embed photos. You can switch camera angles. Um, though we've had some trouble with actually doing camera angles live. So we gotta find out if we're just not doing it right. And um, you can do voiceovers and use an XLR mic and then input sound from other places. Right now, they only allow you to take music from Apple Music. I hope they expand that to other services like uh, Spotify and Tidal and SoundCloud and other places because a lot of our music is not, well, it's on Apple, but we don't have a subscription to Apple. <laughs> so that's kind of limiting. Um, it would be cool if they do that. And um so we get into the performance itself. We like to do these live performances from our studio using our gear. In this particular performance, we are focusing on our Moog grandmother and the Moog drummer from another mother, mother the DFAM. It's basically just a live romp, just playing with the uh, functions on the DFAM and the grandmother. And we've got the DFAM um, drummer, drum action machine coming through controlled voltage into the gate in of the grandmother and we have a signal going into the multipliers and then bring it into the VCA. And then we're also bringing, uh, using um, the VCA amount and uh, the LFO on the grandmother and then tweaking the grandmother and the DFAM as we play with not per function kind of real time manipulation of these synths. And it's kind of what you do with an analog synth that makes it unique then from digital equipment and from DAWs is that in a live setting, you can you can do what I'm just saying. You can do this performance in the live video <clears throat> that we'll do a link to that we did streaming on this device. It's on, on Facebook Live, and we'll, we'll put the Facebook Live link on that. So that's interesting uh, what we're able to do with um, these performances. And it's, it's just kind of cool to be able to, um, you know, have our, our music out there on the web in real time and that's just something that we enjoy to do. And we, we, we just like giving our fans a way to um, to see us in this way. You know, <laughs> that's kind of complicated. But it's, it's just a cool device to create songs. And, the, and one of the things that came out of this podcast, we you know, it's a 41-minute it's a podcast. And then one of the things we're able to do is go back and listen to snips and say, oh, I want to work on this idea. So by playing live, it's kind of like when you're a musician, you have a jam session with your band to come up with tunes. And that's kind of how you do it. And, um, you know, that's that's what we like to do in this in this kind of world of music. And, and it's it's just something we've been able to do for a while. And um, we think it's interesting um, to, to use uh, the, the kind of uh, social media stage to be able to develop new material. And so this particular song um, was able to, um, one of the songs that we created from this session is a song that we call uh, Tip Your Toe 
tip, tip your toe in or drown in the deep end. And uh, it's this kind of idea that Josephine Electric, the lead singer of Family Electric Ghost, is, you know, very enamored with her, her uh, this partner. And, uh, you know, you got to tip your toe into that passion or you drown in it. And that's the idea of this song. And the whole performance goal without you for three years is talking about the loss of this partner that Josephine had. It's still kind of like a stain on her soul. It's still really uh, affected her a lot. And so the tip your toe in is just another kind of metaphorical reference to like passion and love. Like you, you can you can kind of be almost there or you can totally be overwhelmed. And it's kind of like with Josephine, there's like a lot of extremes in her character where she, you know, shows that she's this dominatrix, kind of like very alpha uh, female in charge of her life. But then sometimes she gets this rooftop dude that somehow is like <laughs> oil and water and it's like fire and ice. It just, when that mix of personalities comes together, it, it's not good for Josephine. And we we kind of dipped into this idea of using this concept for a while. And the Moog grandmother is just an amazing machine. Uh, what we've got also very interested in, because we use these analog synths, that Korg has brought back the, the ARP 2600, which is a really awesome sound design machine. For those of you who don't know the history of that machine, it's uh, one of the first like portable synths besides the EMS VC3. Uh, it's in a suitcase synth like a Bukla, but bigger than a Bukla, smaller than the Moog modulars at the time and ahead of the, the Mini Moog. I think it's 71. And so he's kind of before the Model D. And people were looking for 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 sense that they could bring on stage. And Ed, Edgar Winter is a really good documentary on the history of this machine. And Edgar Winter talks about how he came up with the Serenkenstein. He was trying to find a synth that he could bring on stage other than being in the studio. And this this synth, the, the ARB 2600, because the keyboard wasn't a separate um, connection. Well, it was, it was separate from the synth. And he actually strapped it on like a guitar. And because they had another line, he must have got a, somebody gave him a custom cable because the original cable was kind of short to be able to link it to the 2500. And then what you can do is like it, the cool thing about 2500 it has a very clear um, workflow because it was going to be a teaching tool. You know, Berkeley got it, Harvard got him, all these music schools all over the world got him. And there's like like what what Moog had done with the 33s and the model. 55s and the system ones and twos and the fact that you could um you know you could see the workflow it was very clear and then he also what was really cool which we've seen arturia do is have sliders instead of knobs and a lot of sense manufacturers should should think about that because and maybe there's a patent on it or not but arturia is doing the sliders but the thing about a slider is like edgar winter talked about it and i think pete townsend used it on who are you and the relay We'll talk about that more in that because you have a slider, you can have a visual representation of what the synth is doing. And the System 1M has that sliders for its envelopes, which is really cool. Uh, but this synth has sliders for everything. The oscillators, like the LFO, you know, the, 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 the VCF, the VCA, everything's a slider, <clears throat> which gives you a really cool visual representation of what your patch is. And uh, you can kind of, by feel, get to it easier than a dial. Because human beings, you know, are kind of visual. And the dial 
is is not as easy to see because you have to go see the lower. You have to really look at it down if you're doing a live performance. So I'm not. I'm surprised that more send manufacturers don't have this kind of structure. I think going forward, a modern synth should be created. Has and I know that UDO Super Six seems to have a lot of sliders, um, but it still has a lot of knobs too. But this slider idea is really cool. I mean, it probably takes a lot of landscape, and that's why you go with the dials. And so when you're trying to do the packaging, you probably can't do it. But again, the Edgar Winter performance of Frankenstein, this machine um, gave him that that thing. It's this this synth is the voice of R two D two. And what was cool with this synth is, is people who uh, sound designers um, and uh, great artists like Pete Townsend found different ways to use it. For R2-D2, it was actually the voice of the sound designer um, that was used to go through the, I think, the envelope, envelope follower uh, to create R2-D2 with a microphone. And then for Who Are You? In the relay, Pete Townsend actually had his guitar going into this synth and going into the envelope follower, which we don't see a lot of envelope followers on modern synths. I don't know if Moog ever had them or Bookless have them, but I have never seen one before until I see this new recreation of the 2600. So there's some cool stuff in the old analog world. It's got the spring um, reverb, just like the the grandmother, which came from the, you know, originally the, the big Moog modulars had that. But I, I would try to tell the kids that are really into just doing soft synths. You know, the movie Aliens was done with this machine. R2-D2's voice was done with, you know, Pete Townsend used it. Edgar Winter used it. Stevie Wonder used it. Herbie Hancock used it. You know, a lot of these senses, famous sense, you know, like the Dream Machine, the GX1 uh, used by Stevie Wonder. Um, and there's a lot of iconic analog sense. And you can get replications but replications can never mad, match the original signal flow and the creativity they have for, with being able to do real-time changes on these machines. Because that's really the heart of these analog senses. Because you can do the real-time changes and, and you can kind of play them like a jazz player or experimental uh, jam band, you can really um, affect your performance. And it feels like a real, like you're playing on Les Paul or you're playing like a Hammond B3 or playing a, St a Steinway uh, piano because because you can actually get responses that are not just like digital button pressing. It feels organic. It feels uh, like the instrument is responding to what you want to do once you understand how it works. And then when you have these sense and they have like, you know, 50 different places to input, it just, as an artist, it gives you a big palette. And I think that's what, as a synthesizer player, and sound uh, designer, the one thing that's great about synthesizers is all the choices you have. It gives you this limitless creativity. And so I hope you enjoy this performance and you see what we did with, um, I would say, to try to find the point in the longer broadcast where we picked out tip your toe in. The other thing we did, uh, which might be harder to figure out how we did tip your toe in, is we took uh, maybe like a five-minute snippet of the performance where we found the groove that we liked for that tip your toe in and we brought it into the morphogene sampler for make noise and then we ran that sample back into the grandmother and used the spring reverb and used the high pass filter and the low pass filter and we used the attenuate inverter to do negative and positive affecting of, of the high pass and low pass filter which gave us some really interesting stuff that wasn't in the original performance so you could probably maybe pick those things out 
And that's the kind of stuff you can do with analog sense. So I hope you like this performance and let us know. If you're a band and you want to be interviewed, uh, give us a ring and we'll talk to you later. Thank you very much. Gonna tip your toe in Gonna drown in the deep end Gonna tip your toe in Know that you're not a friend Know it means to an end Three years later I still hung up on a rooftop, dude One that brought me there Kept me down in loot Alone with one way to be That's gonna be rude Alone with one way to be It's not a lie, it's the truth Gonna tip toe in Gonna drown in the deep end Know that you're not a fan and more like means to an end Gonna tip your toe in You're gonna drown in the deep end And you're more like another friend And more like a means to an end Three years later I stepped in the hospital hung up on that dude One that never I could really tell the truth One that's just one screw One that's permanently rude Every weekend got the hex on Every weekend at the hex on Every weekend put the hex on And you get to get the back on We're gonna tip your toe in Gonna drown in the deep end you know that you're not a friend And ain't no bridges to mend Gonna put your hacks on And gonna get the back on I got a gas at the Exxon We're gonna get out on the street Gonna put your hacks on Gonna get your backs on Cars all wrecks on No point going to Exxon, yeah Gonna tip your toe in Gonna drown in the deep end Never villain, you're not a friend If you're the villain and you're gonna end
Thank you.